Today's book bite is sponsored by Readsy, the publishing ecosystem for writers at any stage in their publishing journey. Two Lit Chicks Book Bites with Julia Boggio. Welcome to this week's quiz. It's Friday, which means that it's quiz day. Um, I am joined again by Tom Bromley. And if you haven't listened to our episode on Wednesday about ghostwriting and the novel writing course that he's uh, spearheading for Reedsy, then please do go back and listen to it because there were a lot of fantastic gems in there. Uh, but yes, Tom, welcome back to the show. And uh, I'm very excited to hear what your topic for the quiz is. It's about ghostwriting, funnily enough. Oh, funnily enough. (laughs) (laughs) What an excellent topic. (laughs) So the way we normally run it is uh, you you ask me the questions and then we'll do the answers right away. And and then I will scream or not scream as to whether I got it wrong or right. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Right. Um, Yeah, so I've got got 10 questions. So yeah, we'll see how this goes. as, as we talked about in the in the other podcast, so Millie Bobby Brown uh, has recently published a novel, 19 Steps, uh, which was ghostwritten uh, by the writer Catherine McGill. Uh, but what was the name of the character uh, that Millie Bobby Brown played in the Netflix series Stranger Things? Oh, it's a number, isn't it? Ah, 11? 11 it is, very good. Oh my God. And it wasn't. So it was, you were asking that question, and like I was like, okay, I, I know who the ghostwriter was. I know the name of the book, but you kept saying the things. I'm like, okay, so that's not the question. What is the question going to be? We got there, and we got there. Uh, and it was literally like pulling it because I only watched season one, and that was like three years ago. So. My my daughters were obsessed with it. We're going, yeah. It's, oh uh, yeah. yeah, my daughter loves it. She's been watching yeah. it with my husband. So. <laughs> One down. One down? Okay, one out of one. Um, Question number two. Uh, Prince Harry's memoir, uh, ghostwritten by J.H. Moringa, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, was published earlier this year. But what was the title of the best-selling book? Spare. Spare it was. Very good. Very good. Yes. I thought that was a very, that's a clever, it was a clever name. I liked it. Yeah. I haven't read it. I haven't read it. No. <laughs> Have you read it? <laughs> no, I, I, I read some of the extracts and um, that was, yeah, that was sort of that enough That was enough for, for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but he's, yeah, it's, 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 it's done extremely well. It has uh, done very well. Hopefully a lot of debut authors were picked up because of the proceeds from that. Right. Well, yeah, you, you, yeah. I mean, you, you would, yeah, and you would hope actually that it's that thing where if if people have gone into the bookshop to buy the book, that they bought something else at the at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It all helps. Anyway, it all helps. Okay. And question three: uh, in the two thousand and uh, in the twenty ten film adaptation of Robert Harris's novel The Ghost, which actor played the ghostwriter to Piers Brosnan's Prime Minister? Oh man. Two thousand and ten. Pierce Brosnan. I don't know. Let's go with Jack Black. <laughs> Which I would watch. I would watch that. You know, but anyway. I would. I would. I would quite happily have my book ghostwritten by Jack Black. I think that yeah, would be, that would be fun experience. Um, it was actually Ewan McGregor. 
Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, he'd be a good choice too. Yeah, it was a good book, and actually, it was it was the the book was out around the time I started ghostwriting. Um, mm. And there's a little bit in the book where. Uh, Pierce Brosnan, the, the, the Prime Minister, says, you need to come and stay with me. And the ghostwriter character says, oh, I never do that because you, you you must never stay with the client because then you lose your objectivity and be able to write the book properly. Um, and I read the book and a few weeks later, I had my first proper ghostwriting gig. And the person said, oh, you're going to come and stay with me. And I said, I can't do that. And he said, why not? And then I, I started talking about it and I thought, well, because this character in the book said you're not meant to do that. So... Uh... <laughs> Because you and McGregor said so. <laughs> Love so it. I, yeah, I did end up staying with him. I have to yeah, say, yeah, but... yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Okay, we are on to um, sport for question four. Oh, um, God, okay. Uh, in 2001, the Manchester United defender, Yap Stam, was sold after allegations about the club in his ghostwritten memoir. But what was Yapstam's explanation for their publication? <laughs> oh, um, I have no idea. <laughs> I can't even guess. I have um, no idea. <laughs> uh, his excuse was that he hadn't read the book. Um, <laughs> Which oh, I, bless. Which I, I've had as well. I think sometimes with, with celebrities, with their kind of sports stars or um, TV celebrities or whatever, they, you know, they you do the book and the manager wants to do them, they do the book, but they don't necessarily read books themselves. And I've certainly had it where people haven't read the book before it's been published. Um, and I almost think they, they use it as a get-out clause. If something bad is then in the book, they can say, well, I didn't read it, so I don't know what was in it, even though they, you know. They well, that's said hilarious. That I mean, there. like, wouldn't you? It would be like the first thing I would do is read it to make sure that it was like factually accurate. That just yeah. What? Yeah, I you've mean, got you've got a hundred thousand words going out under your name. You kind yeah. of want to know what was in it myself, but anyway. Oh my gosh! Well, I guess it's like actors who say that that once they're in a show, like they never watch it on TV yeah. afterwards. Yeah, so, I guess so. But it seems, I mean, a no-brainer. But anyway. Yeah. Um. Next question, question five. Um, which supermodel published a ghost-written novel called Swan in 1994 about the fashion industry? Oh, let's go with um, Cindy Crawford. <sighs> Naomi Campbell. Damn it. That's a close one. That was close. That was close. I was. I mean, I was guessing, so... <laughs> I think that was one of those novels where um, actually the, the the writer was credited at the start. So the mm. peng Penguin put out a press release saying this 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 person was was writing it, and she didn't really do it in conjunction with Naomi Campbell at all. She just kind of went off and wrote it, and and then they just put Naomi Campbell's um, name to it. Um, <laughs> that seems like a very strange way to it do does it. It's a strange way of doing it, but uh, yeah, it was. But I think I, that was that was one of the first examples I can think of of a of a ghost written celebrity novel, which has obviously become more prevalent as we, we've talked about. I hope she read it first because yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so too. Um, we're going to go back in time now. So back in the 1920s, um, the fantasy author H.P. Lovecraft uh, ghost wrote uh, a story called "Imprisoned with the Pharaohs." for the magazine Weird Tales. Uh, but which famous magician and illusionist did he write the story for? Oh, God. <laughs> My mind is blanking. Houdini? Harry Houdini? H Harry Houdini is exactly right. Very good. Ooh. 
There we go. Look at me with my knowledge of famous magicians. <laughs> yes, I think it's, there's one, isn't there? I don't think I <laughs> yeah, I, th- I don't think I, I had a long list for that no. era. <laughs> but it's, it's an interesting matchup, actually. H.P. Lovecraft and Harry Houdini. Um, mm. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, and I think that story's out there if you can, you can dig it out. Yeah, no, that sounds like it would be interesting to read. Um, the next question, we're going to go on to music, because uh, it's not just uh, books that get ghostwritten. Uh, so in 1791, Count Franz von Walsegg approached a famous composer to ghostwrite a piece for him in memory of his deceased wife. Who was the composer? Oh, let's go with uh, Mozart. Very good, it was Mozart. Oh, God. <laughs> My guessing skills are strong today. <laughs> I guess I, I guess he was um, yeah I guess he was short of money or something. So it, it was actually the last thing he wrote and he didn't finish it. So then two other uh, composers finished the piece. Um, and I oh, think his really? his wife or partner afterwards then kind of broke the ghostwriting rule by by telling everyone that Mozart had written the piece. Dare she? Oh, but it's funny because I've been like looking a lot at composers recently because I've just written a sex scene in my book that involves classical music so there okay. we go <laughs> well, what, what, what was the piece that you went for? it's, uh, it's Pastorale by, uh, by Beethoven is the one, one I went for in the end so very but nice. uh, very climactic <laughs> <laughs> very good um, in 1979 uh, Philip Roth published the novel The Ghostwriter in which the author imagines a famous 20th century writer who died during World War II, who was still alive and living anonymously in America in the book. Who was the author? Oh, okay. Trying to think of who died during World War II. I am drawing a blank. My guessing skills have have now dissipated. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was it was Anne Frank. Um, oh, okay. So in in the book, Roth imagines that she survived um, the Holocaust and made it to America, but she didn't want to reveal she was still alive because then her book would lose the power and impact that it has. So she was living sort of quietly and anonymously. Um, oh, that's so, an interesting premise. Yeah, um, it's a good book actually. That's uh, yeah, intriguing, definitely. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, question nine. Um, the greatest regret of my life, no question, uh, says journalist and ghostwriter Tony Schwartz of the best-selling business book he wrote in 1987. But what was the book and who did he write it for? Now, it's got to be Trump. It is Trump, that's right. And what's the name of the book? Um, something, The Art of the Deal? The Art of the Deal is exactly right. Very yeah. good. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, I would regret writing that one too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I thought, yeah, Donald Trump has unsurprisingly claimed it was um, one of his proudest achievements, even though he had no involvement in it whatsoever. Well, uh, he has a very interesting relationship yeah. with the truth. So, yes. he, he, de- he described it as, as the second greatest book after the Bible. <laughs> And then our last question, um, uh, slightly tangential maybe. In the in the nineteen nineteen sorry in the nineteen ninety film Ghost, starring Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore, what is the song played during the infamous pottery scene? Oh my darling, is that it? Yeah, is that is it? Very good. Uh, hunger for your touch. I can remember the name. <laughs> 
Uh, Unchained Melody. Very good. By the Righteous Brothers. Yeah. Brilliant. Yep, yeah. Exactly Ooh. right. Uh, oh my goodness. Okay. I did not do as badly as I have on other quizzes. <laughs> Well, I make that I make that six out of ten. Which yeah, is, six out of ten. I think that's pretty good. That's really good. Yeah. No, I think the last one I did, I only got four and a half. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. No, that's. A, I'm pleased with that score, and that was a good quiz. It definitely You're made welcome. me like dredge my memory, <laughs> which is which is what a good quiz does. I think you know, it kind of makes you, you know, the point is yeah. to. Make Definitely. you do that, so yeah, and I th- and I think it shows as well just that you know that spread and depth that you know of yes. ghostwriting as well that it, you know it, it's in all these different places and you know different different books and not just books but kind of you know kind of music and other places as well. So yeah, it's interesting, interesting topic. Yeah, no, very much so. Well, thank you so much for coming on, and to the listeners, if you are looking to write that novel, then please do have a look at Tom's course with Reedsy on their website, which you can find in my show notes. And uh, and yes, no, the best of luck, Tom. Thank you very much. It's been lovely uh, being here. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on the podcast. Two Lit Chicks is a podcast about the books we love and the writers who write them. And literary quizzes. Let's not forget those. Find all our episodes on our website, juliabogio.com slash two lit chicks. I'm always hearing from writers who are desperate to start or even finish their first book. The advice I always give is to take a course. As they say, you don't know what you don't know, so a course is the best way to get you going. Reezy is one of my favorite online publishing resources, so I'm excited to tell you about their new online How to Write a Novel course, run by author and best-selling ghostwriter Tom Bromley. In this course, you'll learn how to develop a captivating story and finish a draft in just three months. With daily actionable masterclasses and spot-on writing exercises, aspiring authors can apply what they've learned from page one and learn the craft of writing as they delve deeper into their own stories. Two of the things that I've always found the most valuable in courses is learning how to give and receive critical feedback and finding a writing tribe among my peers. The How to Write Your Novel course will give you a supportive community to chat about all things author life. Go to the link in the show notes or go straight to the Readsy website at readsy.com learning. Sign up today and get that novel on its way.